So, Rob, not only is it neither the first nor the third Sunday of the month, it's not even a Sunday at all. What are we doing publishing an episode? Man, it's a bonus episode, right? A bonus episode? Score! Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I mean... <laughs> so, yeah. What what kind of bonus episode is it? Why are we doing a bonus episode? Well, we're, do- we're doing this bonus episode because we are getting closer to the end of the year and we want to know what are the best albums of 1977 so that's what we're we're getting closer to that we got to figure this out and we're releasing this today because this is uh the one week mark before the deadline exactly we have a week left yeah you've got a week left so we thought we'd help everybody um finalize their lists little incentive yeah Hey everybody, I'm Joseph. And I'm Rob. Welcome to the bonus episode of Deep Dives and Deep Cuts, the history of punk, post-punk, and new wave 1976 to 1986. There is one week left um, to, to get your list in. Uh, the, um, the votes are starting, just beginning to trickle in. We got to give a shout out to Dan, who who was the first one to get his picks in. Have, oh, yeah. have you have you taken a look at uh, I, Dan's list? I know. You know what? I've I've checked out some of Dan's list, and I've also kind of checked out his opinions. And Dan is, uh, I, th- I think Dan's very passionate about his music, yeah. and I think he's he's got a good it's, start. It's a pretty solid list. In fact, yeah. If I had to guess, you know, once everything's done, the dust is settled. We've we've counted all of the the votes and everything i bet the final results look more like dan's list than it'll look like my list <laughs> and maybe uh, I mine think, <laughs> I, I i think i've got some outliers on my list uh-huh. H- have you finalized your list do you know <laughs> no no you know in fact it changes all the time yeah. i mean it literally changed this evening so yeah it's uh, it's kind of nerve-wracking, I have to tell you. <laughs> well, I for the last several weeks, I've been agonizing over it. I've got a, a um, semi-finalized list mm-hmm. that I've set aside and not even thought about for the last week. And so yeah. in the next couple of days, I'm going to go and I'm going to listen to, starting with my bottom album, I'm going to listen to each album and mm. each new one I'm going to go is this really better than the one I just heard. Yeah. And if the answer is always yes, then I've got a finalized list. So, I'm excited well, about it. You, you know what's interesting in my list is that I've got an album where I have I like almost every single song on the album. Yet it's not really making its way into one of my top albums and I'm not quite sure why that is. Because it's not gelling as a, as it's a whole. It's just not. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah. it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah. So this is pretty... I didn't didn't expect this to be quite as overwhelming and daunting as it <laughs> turns out to be. So, And we're the ones who have lived with these albums for the last year. So I can only imagine what it's like for our listeners. Right. So um, we're doing this episode to kind of give a little helping hand. Now... We're going to try and be as objective as possible. We're not going to try and convince anybody of anything. We're totally neutral. Um, right. Um, 
sure <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as possible yeah right. um but what what we thought we'd do is so basically we have talked about 38 albums you know punk and new wave albums that were released in 1977 and um <clears throat> so what we're gonna do this episode we pick the the top half of those albums right. the the albums that we think have a real chance of being in somebody's top five now this is pretty subjective but we tried to be as even killed as possible so we certainly looked at the ones that are our favorites but any but we looked at a lot of lists of basically any of these albums that show up on any sort of a list like Rolling Stone or Q magazines any of those lists of the best albums ever ever made um, those automatically get in this list of 19 that we're going to talk about today yeah um, we're going to do something different with the playlist too so um, we're going to not only include the the songs that we feature tonight but we're going to include every song that we talk about and in order of the band so we're going to be going through this alphabetically so the um, beginning of the playlist will be songs off of the clash's debut album the clash so every song that we mention will be listed there so if you're if you're struggling with um you know which which albums are the best or i think i know but uh, a lot of these albums i'm not familiar with you go and you listen to that spotify playlist and listen to you know several songs there'll be a, mi a minimum of three songs per album um you know and if it's an album you're not familiar with and you listen to those songs and if you really like them, then you might want to go and, and really check out the whole yeah. album. But if you yeah, don't for sure. care for them, then maybe you can check that off your list. As So anyways, this is, this is the best that we came up with um, <laughs> as far as helping out the listeners finalize their top fives. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say before we get into it is that I've, I've talked to one particular listener who is having as much trouble as as we are in coming <laughs> in coming up with the best so um i know yeah. that it's i know that it's hard for everybody out there so we'll see yeah well fortunately at least for those in the u.s um the stakes are low so this will be of all of the voting that you've done in november this is yeah. going to be the lowest stakes <laughs> one so you don't need to sweat it you yeah. know if you want to just sit down take five minutes go oh i love this album this album this album throw it out there that's totally legit we're not we're not laying anything on you as far as the commitment you have to make to this <laughs> right. so right okay so you ready to jump into it let's go we're going to talk about the top um 19 top half of the albums released in 1977 in alphabetical order. All right. So the first one is The Clash's debut album, The Clash. Um, the most famous uh, songs off of this are Jenny Jones, White Riot, Police and Thieves, and Remote Control. 
we have heard several songs off of, off of this album. We heard I'm So Bored of the USA from our favorite punks episode, uh, favorite punk bands episode, rather, Career Opportunity oh, yeah. and London Burning from episode three. Um, this pops up in a, on a lot of lists. So New Musical Express, that's their um, 13th greatest album of all time. Q Magazine says it's the 48th greatest British album. Spin has it as number three um, on their most essential punk records list. Mojo has it number two on its list of top punk albums. And Rolling Stone ranks it as number 81 on their greatest albums of all time list. Oh, wow. Okay. Next album we're going to discuss tonight is The Dam's debut, Damn, Damn, Damned. Um, Love that we, title, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We have heard um, two songs off of that album, and, and they're, they were really the two most famous songs. Um, New Rose from our favorite punk bands episode and Neat, Neat, Neat from episode two. And as far as I could tell, um, we, I couldn't find any sort of lists where the, this album uh, popped up on as far as greatest albums of the seventies or whatever. This brings us to David Bowie's Low. Now, this is not um, a favorite of either of ours, but it does pop up on quite a few lists. Pitchfork magazines named it um, the greatest album of the 1970s. Q magazine ranks it as number 14th greatest British album. NME has it um, the 14th greatest album of all time, and Rolling Stone thinks it's the 206th greatest album of all time. The most uh, famous song off of this, uh, which is a classic, is Sound and Vision. Yeah. In episode two, we heard Breaking Glass, and we are going to hear a song off of it tonight. You picked a, um, the song right. from David Bowie's Low. Um, what did you pick? I, I chose Crashing in the Same Car, and this is a song that I have really been tossing around. Every time we talk about David Bowie, for some reason this song just kind of grabs me, so we, we got to listen to it. And, and I have to say that, you know, maybe it's maybe this album's kind of kind of ringing a note for me a little bit better than it did before. Yeah, we, we say that every time we listen to this album, we, we kind uh-huh. of general consensus is, I like it a little bit more than I did before. Jasmine, I saw you peeping. Crashing 
I think this song's a real David Bowie tune, in my opinion. I mean, this is this is David Bowie, you know. It's, um, and I, I think too that the lyrics are really interesting. I love the lyrics. Obviously, the the sound is like I said, it's classic David Bowie. But I don't know. There's something about the songwriting that I just really find interesting, especially. And in it's a it's a great song title. I yeah, I actually absolutely. do remember when I first got this album. I I. I got it on vinyl and I do remember, you know, flipping it over and looking at the song titles before I heard it mm-hmm. and and that one popping out at me and me going, Ooh, I bet that's the best song off of the album. Yeah, it's a good um, one. David Bowie also releases in nineteen seventy seven um the an album that we like considerably more, Heroes. Yeah. Um, of course, the most famous song off of this is the title track, Heroes. Um, in episode two, um, we, we heard, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in episode 2A, that was the David Bowie deep dive, right. uh, we heard um, Beauty and the Beast and Joe the Lion. And I couldn't find this on any list. Interesting. Yep. I mean, it's it's definitely a big it's a big album, you know. Yep. So, okay. Uh, Elvis Costello releases "My Aim Is True," his debut album. A um, lot of famous songs off of this: "Allison," "Less Than Zero," "The Angels Want to Wear My Red Shoes," and we are counting "Watching the Detectives" because even though it wasn't included on the initial release in the mm-hmm. UK. It was in the original U.S. release. And it's, it's um, one of my favorite songs, to be honest. Yeah, and I, I would it. like to point out that that song, the music is not Clover. Ah. The backing band is different musicians. Um, they're not the attractions, although uh, the the keyboard piano is um, Steve Naive, who it will become the keyboard player for... The attractions, and really one of my very favorite keyboard players. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we have heard only one song of this album. In episode four, we heard I'm Not Angry. So we're going to play another song. This is a song I picked called Waiting for the End of the World. The man from the television crawling to the train said this before I'm, I'm not sure where elvis costello fits into punk or new wave but i i i i am really liking him right now and i i really enjoyed this song yeah i i think that you're um 
your sort of co the cognitive dissonance that you've got right now with mm -hmm. Elvis Costello with this album, once you get to the next album, um, there's going to be a lot less of that because right. he right now his you know it's sounding kind of there's a little bit of country in there there's a little bit of rockabilly there's it, it some pub rock maybe. Yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. Um, so once the attractions become part of the picture he gets a lot more focus. Uh -huh. I'm not um, knocking the I'm not knocking the song or the album. By the yeah. way, every time I listen to it, I like Elvis Costello a little bit more. So, yeah. So, um, my aim is true. Is uh, Pitchforks number thirty-seven uh, on their best of the seventies list? Rolling Stone magazine thinks it's the four hundred thirtieth. That's four three zero. Um, greatest album of all time, and VH1 calls it the 80th greatest album of all wow. time. Ian Dury's uh, New Boot and Panties. <laughs> yeah. So Six Drugs and Rock and Roll. Um, we heard that in episode four. That is the only song we've heard off of this album so you picked another one to feature tonight i did i did and uh i've listened to this song probably about 10 times or i've listened to the album about 10 times and i think i had to pick probably the the dirtiest grimiest grossest song on the on the album to, to feature tonight um so i picked uh plasto patricia and to me this is like i said it's rough and dirty it's kind of gross actually but it's punk rock and then there's a little fun saxophone in there that, that kind of topples it over. But it's, I don't know, the lyrics are just really good. I think the songwriting is really great. This is <laughs> not my favorite song off of this yeah, album. I'm, I'm um, pretty sure of it. This is, the, the music doesn't work for me. And it's funny that you mentioned the sax because uh -huh. I'm not a huge saxophone guy, but sometimes it's completely and totally appropriate. Mm -hmm. But this is the kind of saxophone that I kind of like the least. What I dub, um, what I think of as the Saturday Night Live saxophone, that style right. of saxophone. Right. Ah, I hate that. I hate that kind of sax saxophone. Now, that's not the reason why I don't care for this song. This song is just not working for me on pretty much every level. But, you know, it does have a punk rock yeah. feel to it. I, I really like the um, 
the more disco tinge stuff uh, off yeah, of I... off of this and because we have to have a third song i will pick one of those songs as a third song to round out on the playlist oh, okay um this album is Q's 39th uh, best British album of all time. Wow. And um, Q Magazine's 43rd best of the 70s. NME thinks it's the 240th greatest album of all time and rolling, barely squeaks on <laughs> to Rolling Stone's greatest albums of all time at number Four hundred ninety-five. Oh, that's better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, their their list only goes to five hundred. I, so. I expected a four ninety-nine, but, but you know. <laughs> Iggy Pop's second album, "Lust for Life," we're going to talk about today. Um, probably his his most revered album. Um, the big hits off of this were Lust for Life, The Passenger, and Success. We have heard um, two songs off of this album, Some Weird Sin from Episode 4 and Tonight from Episode 4A. And uh, I was really surprised I couldn't find this album on any lists. That, that is as, a big surprise, as far as, yeah. Yeah, as far as the big lists, best albums of all time lists. The Jam. Let's talk about The Jam's second album. Um, this is The Modern World. Uh, the hit off of that was The Modern World. Uh, in episode five, we listened to the combine, um, which means we get to listen to another of their songs today. So you picked out the first song, the combine. So I gotta pick out one for today. I picked okay. Life from a Window. Looking from a hilltop Watching from a lighthouse Just dreaming Up here I can see the world Sometimes it So the jam is one of these albums that I like a little bit more every time. I'm still not, I'm still not glued into it though. So. Well, yeah. So so when you listen to this song, there are some really skillful songwriting. I mean, there's there's song craft uh -huh. to to the construction of the song. Um, much more so than their first album, yeah, uh, which was not bad, but was just kind of like, hey, we're punkers and we're doing, we're pounding out some punk songs. Yeah, this is, this is a, an extremely well crafted song. Um, no, no denying, no denying their ability to, to to write and and actually just put it out. You know, I mean, they they're good musicians and they're good songwriters, so it's a good song. Yeah. 
So the Ramones released two albums in 1977, both of which we're going to talk about today. Um, so the first one was Leave Home, um, and we listened to Pinhead, which is probably the most famous song off of this album, in episode one. And you're going to kill that girl in episode two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't pop up on any best of lists that I could find. The Ramones also released Rocket to Russia. The most famous songs off of this are were uh, Rockaway Beach, Teenage Lobotomy, and Sheena's a Punk Rocker. We heard Sheena's a pink Punk Rocker in episode one. And Here Today, Gone Tomorrow in episode five. This album does pop up on Rolling Stone's Greatest Albums of All Times nice. list at number 106. So take that, Ian Dury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the Ramones, I, I mean, I'll always love the Ramones, and I'll always love their albums. And I know that, that you feel like every Ramones song is pretty much, you know, yeah. I, I, I understand that. To me, the first two albums are, they're very different from each other, or at least different enough to, to warrant being on somebody's top 500 and not being on somebody's top 500 but well this is this is actually this is their second and their third right Right. so so the first one was released in 76 yeah whereas um leave home was number two and rocket to russia was number three Now let's talk about Richard Hale and the Voidoids. I don't think we have to spend a lot of time talking <laughs> about this album because we ha- I don't know what else to say other than still loving it. Oh, still good. think it's great. Yeah. Um, we heard Blank Generation and Be- Betrayal Takes Two from episode four. And then from our last episode, episode six, our Four to Explore, we listened to Love Comes in Spurts, mm-hmm. Walking on the Water, Who Says, and The Plan. Yeah. And as as hard as I looked, I couldn't find this listed on any best of list. And that really surprises me. Yeah, it really breaks does. my little heart. Yeah, I bet it does. Well, you know, it's... It's still up there. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're going to hold it in high regard for a yeah, while. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so let's talk in a, about an album that shows up on all kinds of best of lists, and that's the Sex Pistols, Never Mind the Bullocks, Here's the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Most famous songs are Holiday in the Sun, God Save the Queen, and Anarchy, Anarchy in the UK. We have heard Submission, EMI, Pretty Vacant, No Feelings, and Holiday in the Sun, all from episode five. Uh-huh. This is Rolling Stone's 41st greatest album of all time, NME's 13th greatest album of all time, and their number fourth greatest British album. That just, I, I love that. I mean, I, I like the Sex Pistols, and I I know that you know they're not the be- they're not the best musicians, et cetera, et cetera. You know, wow. I mean, <laughs> these well, guys are 
they made such a huge huge impact in, in yeah in yeah music. i mean my sense is that whether or not this ranks as one of your the greatest albums of all time just really hinges on were you listening to this album when it came out cuz yeah. i'm I, i'm sure it was it was mind blowing when yeah. it came out for, but for those of us who you know the first time we listened to it was 10 years after the fact so there right. were so many other punk bands and albums released um since then um you know it's it's a i mean it's a great sounding album and it it really is a, an album that benefits from headphones because as you know as chaotic as as much of a, a sort of agents of chaos type band that they are, <laughs> and they are this yeah. is an extremely well played and well produced yeah. album i mean sonically you know it's not some bum fucks you know recording stuff in their garage right. i mean right. it is it is a tight really well produced album I will also say that uh, it's probably not a good idea to drive your car and listen to this album turned up really loud. Um, oh, I, uh, and do you say that from personal experience? Yeah, totally personal experience. Okay. Um, <laughs> just a warning. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, the dark horse on our list, and this is, this was my one indulgence. Um, <laughs> sticking stinky toys on yeah. this list. Not a chance in hell that there it's gonna make it on the the final top ten. I don't think, but I'm rooting for for them. They're they're the scrappy little, you know, long shots. Um, they only released one album, Stinky Toys, also known as Plastic Faces. In episode five, we listened to the song City Life. Um, so we're going to listen to another one of their songs tonight called Jack the Ripper. Toys is good, and and they might be kind of an unsung band, but uh, I, I love them. I love the instrumentation in this song. Um, it sounds like every instrument is doing its own thing, regardless of, of the song itself, but it still kind of pulls together, and it's pretty tight. It, you know, there's a point where it just, it all kind of collates. Yeah, and so. there's, I feel like, considering the when it's released, right? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like there's some pretty inventive 
stuff going on musically. They're oh, yeah. not just yeah. pounding out the three chords over and over again. I, I wish the album was better produced so you could hear the vocals and you could hear the lyrics a little bit more. Um, it is the, the production is a little sloppy. Um, but man, the, the energy is so high and sonically, it's really an interesting album. Yeah, yeah so. it really is. I, I'd also like to point out that, uh, if you have the, you know, if you go on the internet and watch YouTube videos of this band, uh, oh. vi visually, they remind me of the French version of polystyrene and the x-ray specs. Um, you know, you have this this young woman who looks totally unassuming and then when she sings she belts it out and is dancing all over the stage it's amazing i mean and the band is is just tight you know it's really good great to watch i uh, you know it didn't even occur to me to do that i will definitely do yeah, that because yeah. i am really curious about this they're band. really good yeah so the uh, the the lists the greatest albums of all time list that this shows up on is too numerous to mention uh-huh. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Didn't, it was, I mean, actually, if, if you go to um, Wikipedia and you look them up, I mean, there's like yeah. a paragraph or yeah. something, you know. So they they have been sort of lost in the annals of time. Which We need to, um, find, them. We need to find them and bring them back. That's right. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the Strangler's second album, No More Heroes. Um, the most famous song off of this is the title track, No More Heroes. We have heard um, I Feel Like a Wog in episode 3A and Something Better Change in episode 4. This... Uh, I really had to dig to to find a list that this pops up on, oh. but it's um, it's number four hundred twenty seven in the on the book um, call Colin Larkin's all time top one thousand albums. <laughs> so I found something. Damn it! Wow, good work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now we get to talk about your boys, Suicide. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, man, I'm just, I, I like them a lot. I love them um, the more I listen to them. And you pointed out that they're, they kind of feel like they have a trick and they stick to that trick every song. Um, there is that, that thread that runs through each song. But I'm going to tell you, the song that I picked definitely changes up you know, from the other songs. There's that common thread, but I love how they're still able to change up the songs. And it's not the same. They don't sound the same, but... Whoa. That is my different, different ears, different brain, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, uh, when you pick this song I, and I listened to it, I, I, it just sounded just like Ghost Rider to me. So, okay. Well, let's well, uh, let's listen to it, and, and people can decide for themselves. Absolutely. Johnny. 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 
So this song was actually a last minute addition because I was thinking that Dream Baby Dream was off of this album. Um, that's the song that we featured in our, our introduction episode, but it's actually not. Um, I don't know where I got that mixed up in my head, and I, I fear that at some point earlier I had mentioned that that song was off of this album, but it's not. It's off of their second album. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I'm going to hold to it. I like Johnny. Yeah. I like suicide. <laughs> well, we've got, um, you know, since we're going to have a minimum of three songs for the um, the playlist, do you have a third song that you, just off the top of your head, what's what's your third favorite song? So, yeah, I think uh, I think we should uh, include uh, Frankie Teardrop in this, in this playlist here. Okay, let's, it, let's talk about the list that this album pops up on. So you thought that Ian Dury was a squeaker for Rolling Stone's uh, greatest album of all times. <laughs> this album, Suicide, their debut album is out of 500. This is number 498, Ooh. according to Rolling Stone. Pitchfork Magazine thinks it's the 39th best album of the 1970s. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, okay. Like you said, different ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking Heads debut. Um, they're Talking Heads 77 in 1977. Most, by far, the most famous song off of this album is Psycho Killer. Um, Love Comes to Town was also released as a single, but I, I don't know that it it really is that famous anymore. Um, we listened to the song Pulled Up in episode four. We're going to listen to uh, another song tonight, a song called Tentative Decisions. Now that I can release my tension, let me make clear my best intention. Girls ask can I define decision? Boys ask can I describe their function? I said I wasn't crazy. I, I'm a Talking Heads fan, and I think you know that. Um, but this definitely isn't my favorite album. This song right here, though, is is one that I really enjoyed. To me, this feels like the Talking Heads that that I love. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as hard as I I looked, I couldn't find any best of list that this album uh, shows up on. So. 
brings us to television's debut, Marquee Moon. Probably the most famous song off of this is Marquee Moon and um, also See No Evil, which we listened to in episode two. And then in episode four, we heard Elevation. This pops up on a fair amount of different lists. It is Rolling Stone's number 130th greatest album of all time. Melody Maker's number 25 greatest album of all time. Mojo Magazine's number 35 greatest punk album. NME's number 10 greatest album of the 70s. And Pitchfork's number 3 greatest album of the 70s. Uh-huh. Okay. Ultravox releases two albums in 77. Their second one, I believe both of us prefer, uh, uh-huh. which is Ha Ha Ha. Yeah. yeah. Um, we listened to Young, Young Savages in episode five. This one, this song, oh, we really can't count as part of this album, though, yeah. because it was um, <laughs> it was not included on the it was released as a single and it was not included on the album until re-releases way down the road uh so let's listen to a song that actually was on the original release this is a song you picked out Mm -hmm. uh so i picked frozen ones Love this song. Yeah. Love this album. This is this is a great punk album. Um, but um, nobody from Rolling Stone magazine thinks that though, or <laughs> any know. other magazine for that matter. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't find it on any best of list. So wow. there's that. Yeah. I, I I don't know. To me, it's. It, it, it is a really good album. <laughs> it is a really good album. Yeah, yeah. And the last album we're going to discuss today, see, we're just blazing through this. Oh, yeah. Boy, I don't have anything down for that. Oh, which album was it? Pink Flag. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, it looks like I neglected to hunt down lists um, that this album pops up on. Um, so I am frantically here on uh, on Wikipedia. So I will just scan through here. Um, 
It is number 412 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. It is number 378 on MNE's list. Um, Pitchfork ranks it number 22 on its list of top 100 albums of the 1970s. And um, <laughs> that's all I see. Yeah. That, I mean, that's all I see. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty formidable that's, list right there. I think so. That's a pretty formidable list of lists. <laughs> okay, so that those are the 19 albums we think are most likely to pop up on people's lists of the best punk and new wave albums of 1977. Right. Now, if there is an album that you love that is that we didn't talk about that doesn't disqualify it just go ahead and add it we uh list it we will uh really quickly list the other 19 albums that we've covered this season from 1977 if we missed an album that you you feel like is the best album of 1977 and is remotely punk or new wave by all means put it on your list we're not going to disqualify it um absolutely so here are the other albums that we have discussed this season we've talked about boomtown rats debut album the boomtown rats we talked about the boys debut album the boys the damn second album music for pleasure the day the dead boys debut young loud and snotty eddie and the hot rods life on the line the heartbreakers only album l a m f we've talked about one e iggy pop album but he released 3 this year so his first album the idiot which i actually prefer to um lust for life but i know i'm an outlier on that um and then iggy pops kill city which i can't imagine anyone prefers to their first two albums the jams debut album in the city peter gabriel's debut solo album called peter gabriel but also known as car runaways um, second and third releases queen of noise and waiting for the night the saints i'm stranded sparks introducing sparks split ends disney rhythmia Stranglers Rattus Norvegicus. You did very well. Good I'm job. getting better every time <laughs> yeah. I say <laughs> it. Throbbing Gristles, the second annual report. Ultravox's debut album. And The Vibrators Pure Mania. Yeah. It's so a, it's, it's a heck of a list. It is. Yeah. So you have got um, one week to get your your list in um mm -hmm. so the 23rd is the last day um you can go to facebook or instagram and find the post that we did um 
asking for your list. So that was October 3rd, I believe we posted that. Okay, yeah. Um, right. If you're, you're a little shy, you can um, DM us in um, Facebook or Instagram, or you can send us an email. You want to yeah. give us that email address, Rob? Yeah, so you can email us at deepdives.deepcuts at gmail.com and uh, we'll take your vote there yeah so um any last words about this best of 77 before um, we move on to other business only that i'm really excited to see who comes out on top i mean i've obviously i've got my choices you've got your choices dan has his choices and yeah. uh, <laughs> and everybody else is going to choose what they want but i mean it's going to be cool to see you know what people pick and how it comes out I'm, I'm pretty stoked yeah that's right so um the last sunday of this month we will release the results um, mm -hmm. And then that will be the end of season one. So we are uh, we are yeah. on the end stretch. Yeah, and that's another thing. Can you believe we got through a whole season? Uh, uh, yeah, it feels like <laughs> it feels like we did a season's worth of work. It does, sure. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you like this this podcast, and if you've gotten this far, chances are you have. Um, and you want to do us a solid, please go to Apple Podcasts and um, write a review. Uh, you know, give us a rating, but please, you know, write something, even, even if it's just a sentence. I cannot tell you how much it helps as far as our rankings and showing up in searches. Yeah. I want to um, uh, shout out to Nick, who... Um, is in the UK and wrote a review for us just last week. Thank oh, you nice, so yeah. much, Nick. Now he was, it sounds like he was one of those, those people that was experiencing it as it happened. So yeah. um, we are hoping that you get your list into us because um, really curious what somebody who is right in the thick of it, I don't know if you were in London or even in Great Britain at the time, but if you were a teenager around then and you were experiencing all that, you you have a much different perspective than Rob and I do. Yeah, so I'm sure. just dying of curiosity. We, as we far really as, are. Yeah, yeah, we're scratching at the bit. We want to we wanna know, Nick. <laughs> we're scratching <laughs> at the bit, huh? <laughs> Well, <laughs> you, can... you can lead us to water, but you can't make us drink, you know. <laughs> um, oh, and, uh, you know, speaking of Dan, um, mm -hmm. I I want to point out that uh, last week Dan was on fire. Lots yeah. of activity on Facebook. Yeah. Really appreciate it. He discovered our post um, from June the 4th where we listed every band that we plan on covering during this podcast right. um and he he came up with some interesting ideas about bands that we should should include couple that um just for some reason i didn't think of uh, one or two i had never heard of mm -hmm. and a couple that we've we've considered um and 
disqualified for one reason or another, but we'll go back and and reassess yeah, that. Definitely reevaluate. Um, I mean, like you said, Dan was on fire, and that's yeah. what we we're looking for. That so you that's guys right. jump that's in right. there so, and give us yeah. Shout out to um, to everyone who's who's going to our Facebook page and yeah. and uh, giving us their input is really appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. The link to um, not only every song that we featured here tonight, but also all of the songs that we've mentioned, as far as the Spotify list, is in the show notes. So um, if, if you want to go there and just, you know, set, set aside a, a good afternoon where you're cleaning house or something and power through sort of the essential stuff of 1977. If you get all the way through that list, you'll be more than informed enough to make really solid choices about a very subjective thing, which is what's the best music released in 1977. Yeah. Can't wait to see what you guys think. Really jazzed. All right. (laughs) Anything else, Rob? No. Um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That wraps it up. I'm still kind of dazed that we yeah. are at the end of our first yeah. uh, season. So Incidentally, looking forward to... Yeah. Just so everybody knows, I've got the whole list in front of me, uh, and Rob doesn't. That's yeah. why this episode is just me, blah, 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 and Rob <laughs> not, because Rob didn't really know what the agenda was. So um, thanks you know, for being a good sport about that, Rob. I, I appreciate I, uh, it. That's okay. I'm, I'm all good with surprises, but I tell you, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take those. I'll take it as it comes. I mean, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did feel a little underprepared, but I have to say that it's, you know, it's still good music. I'm happy with talking about it, listening to it, yeah. listening about it and learning about it. It's all good. So um, let's give one last little push for the dark horse running here, the stinky toys. Let's go out on one more stinky toys song. Yeah. Are you down for that? I'm so excited. Just do it. Okay. This is Sunsick off of the Stinky Toys one and only album called Stinky Toys or Plastic Faces. We will be back in your feed on the 29th. That's the last Sunday of the month, just a couple of days after Thanksgiving, uh, where we will unveil our favorite albums of 1977. Thanks, everybody. All right. See ya. I don't my eyes. What's up,